Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today in Italy as usual, doing an update from the mission field. And、uh, this is based off of our recent 10 day update, which we titled. Recovered.、Uh, the one before that,、uh, 10 days before or so, was about how we were down with the flu. And thankfully, by God's grace, through, we believe,、uh, your perseverance in prayer for us, we have overcome the flu, are back to、uh, relatively good health, and、uh, at the Lord's service again. So we're very, very thankful.、Uh, we'll talk about that, our recovery. We'll talk about in this update some new prayer requests. We have about seven or eight of them actually, as we're kicking off a new season, the new year, and as well as、uh, overcoming the flu, back to work, and all this.、Uh, new important prayer requests that you can join with us,、uh, join in the ministry with us by praying for these things. I'll talk about a couple photos we shared here,、uh, a link to a new、uh, post on the PMC Practical Missions Cohort blog,、uh, where you hear about a, a film, a documentary type film that you can watch,、uh, which we encourage you to watch because it's very edifying for the soul and exposes some of the nonsense that's、uh, being preached today and taught in,、uh, unfortunately, a lot of the churches、uh, around in the States.、Uh, so, very encouraging, very good, and、uh, we encourage you to go check that out. And then also, we'll do a brief exhortation today from Acts、uh, 21. 37.、Um, so that'll be, that'll be our plans for today.、Uh, I will mention right off the bat, however, that we、um, unfortunately we had a, we had a great、uh, meeting set up yesterday to go. Uh, uh, a couple invited us to their house, a family, to do a Bible study with them, to lead them in a Bible study.、Uh, they've read a number of our,、uh, our literature and different things, and they still have some questions. They want to know more, etc. Really, really good things.、Uh, good Italian couple. And on, we were on our way there. We're excited. Jeremy made some brownies. We're going. We're excited always to, to go and bring the word of the Lord to different people and lead them to Jesus Christ and salvation and so on.、Uh, and we get about not even halfway there. And,、uh, you know, we just got done letting them know we're, we're on our way, be there 15 minutes and so on. And、uh, just a couple minutes later, All of a sudden, another check engine light comes on in our car. And I say another one because we've been for, since August, I think, driving around with a check engine light that says stop in big red in the car. The mechanics assured us everything is okay. It says、uh, simply the power steering has gone out, the electronic piece that controls it. Uh, but we don't really want to spend the money. Our car is getting a little old. We don't know if it's worth spending、uh, the money to get that fixed. And we can get around without power steering. It's safe, they assure us, and, and so on.、Uh, so we weren't too concerned.、Uh, However,、uh, now we got another check engine light that came on, and this one's different, and it's something else, and we didn't want to risk it because it was raining and the baby's with us, and we didn't want to get stranded, so I had to actually turn around and come home. And we weren't able to do that Bible study with them yesterday. We were praying we'll have another chance,、uh, hopefully, next weekend.、Uh, at the same time, today, we're also planning to go worship with the, with the, with the brothers and sisters in the Lord back in the city of Portanone、uh, to join them for worship and、uh, see them after it's been a while now. And、uh, enjoy the sweet fellowship of the saints and so on, and, and be there for the mutual encouragement. And、uh, we can't go today either because the car's not working.、Uh, so, we would ask you、uh, first prayer request, and first thing mentioned、uh, if you get this, you're hearing this message, <clears throat>、uh, consider、uh, this particular need of ours、uh, for transportation.、Uh, pray for wisdom for us to know how to、uh, get it resolved and、uh, the, the funding to make sure we can get it paid for and so on.、Uh, this car does not belong to the ministry, it's just our personal car that we bought here. Uh, over a few years back, I think we bought this one in 2015. It's, it's the 2005 uh, Renault Modus uh, car. Good car overall. Nice, low, relatively low mileage for how old it is.、Uh, runs really good apart from the power steering not working and some electrical problems once in a while.、Um, so we need to get it resolved though, because、uh, 
a car is an important means of uh, the ministry here. We need to get that uh, straightened out for now. We think we should still use this one while we can. Just have to get it fixed and pay for it. Uh, pray for us for wisdom to how, to how to do that. And then in the future, we'll probably end up getting a car that belongs to the ministry. And then uh, any kind of mechanical issues that we have with it, we can get uh, reimbursed through the ministry uh, to make sure it's covered and so on. And not have to take it out of our, our limited personal funds. Uh, so thanks for praying for that. Thanks for considering that. It is an important aspect of the ministry. And uh, we trust the Lord will make a way and we can get this fixed hopefully as soon as possible early this week. Everything's closed Saturday afternoon as well as a Sunday here in Italy. And so uh, our first chance will be hopefully Monday morning uh, to get that taken care of. So that's the first thing we'll mention. Uh, just important. We need you to know about that. That's a legitimate thing we have here. Uh, let me jump down to our exhortation. I, I like to start with that today. Just uh, uh, being who I am, I really have nothing to say unless it's from the Word of God. And then from there, other things come to mind that need to be said as well. And uh, God has given me a ministry to do and so on. So today we read from Acts 21, verse 37. And if you know what we're doing here in Italy, uh, on a weekly basis, we're going through the book of Acts at the moment. And uh, we're actually, today we're in Acts 24. Uh, but this is back from uh, a couple weeks ago, Acts 21. But it's a verse that has just stuck in my mind, stuck in my heart, and I think it's very uh, important for all of us to hear and to consider. Uh, so as Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, it says, he said to the tribune, may I say something to you? As Paul was being brought into the barracks, he said to the tribune, may I say something to you? Acts twenty-one thirty-seven. In this episode of Acts, Paul was battered and bruised. In 2 Corinthians Eight, we read of Paul, how he, he talks about how we've been beaten down but not destroyed, and so on. Uh, in this case, he was literally battered, bruised. He was in Jerusalem there uh, to bring an offering from the Gentile church, to give it to the, to, uh, the Jews of, um, that are Christians in, in Jerusalem, to let them know uh, the Gentiles love them, etc. And uh, so he brings this offering, and he, he obeys, observes some of the, the, the laws, just to get their attention, to show he's not offensive, and so on, as, as the elders of the church in Jerusalem counseled him to do. And uh, along comes, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think it was the sixth or seventh day there, and all of a sudden the crowd turns on him. They accuse him of having bring, uh, brought into the uh, a sacred area of the temple uh, a Greek, uh, a Gentile person, which is not actually true. He didn't do that. Uh, but they make this accusation against him. They get all crazy and wild, and they want to kill him and rip him to pieces. The Romans come and... and Deliver him from the hands of the Jews who were about to stone him to death or kill him. And uh, and he's all beaten up and bruised. And here he is. He says uh, to the tribune, hey, can I say something to you? And I just find this so fascinating. Because on his way to Jerusalem, a number of the uh, the brethren, uh, the, the disciples said to him, warned him through the uh, illuminating of the Holy Spirit. They were aware that when he goes to Jerusalem, he's going to be treated badly. He's going to be beat up. All kinds of bad things are going to happen. He could die. And they warned him, don't go. Some people actually believe he wasn't supposed to go. And the fact that he did, well, he was in sin. He was, he was doing the wrong thing. I'm not of that persuasion at all. I believe because uh, the Lord stood with him and told him he still has to get to Rome. He still has to testify there and so on, that he was doing God's will. And these were just warnings to him through the Holy Spirit, uh, through, uh, from the disciples by the means of the Holy Spirit, warnings to him of what's going to happen so that he's prepared for the suffering. Uh, suffering is a reality for a disciple of Christ. When we obey Jesus Christ, accusations come against us. When we obey Jesus Christ, we testify. People get angry with us at times. Uh, people want to put us to death. It's it's against their way of life and so on. Uh, the whole idea of repenting and calling out sinners is just a contrary to the way of the world. Uh, and that's very clear in America right now where there's such political correctness. It's just absolute nonsense. Uh, the way people have to talk, and they just can't be sincere and honest, and, and people get offended so easily. It's just madness. Uh, but in any case, Paul was prepared for this. And, and you see that when he's battered, beaten, 
if, if you were beaten and battered, probably, if, if I was, probably the last thing we would be thinking is, how, how can I preach the gospel more? Uh, we'd be feeling bad about ourselves, self-pity, looking for help, looking for some bandages and so on. But Paul, he's got one eye open, and there he is. Hey, can I say something to you? I'm here to testify. I was prepared for this. I endured this beating for this moment. I, that's why I'm here. I'm alive still to testify of the gospel of the grace of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. And he was ready. He was prepared. So after being beaten, bruised, falsely accused by the Jews in Jerusalem, this amazing thing is that he was enduring that hardship for the name of Jesus and his gospel. And he was prepared in his heart for that suffering and eager and ready to testify. Exhortation for us today. You, think of your life. Are you prepared to suffer for Jesus Christ? Are you willing to suffer for Jesus Christ? Let's remember, the early disciples, they counted it actually a joy when they were ill-treated for the name of Jesus Christ, when they were obeying their Lord and their Master and proclaiming the good news, being a witness and so on, and then they were ill-treated for it. Wow, I can't believe I was actually counted worthy to endure this for my Lord who died for me and so on. Are you prepared to suffer for Jesus Christ? And do you remember that you have been called, as we read in Philippians 1.29, not only to believe, so we were called to believe, made alive to believe and trust in Jesus Christ and live for Him, but also to suffer. Do you remember that? That you were called not only to believe, but also to suffer. Philippians 1.29. It's a part of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, who suffered more than anyone ever in the history of the world. Are you eager and ready to be a witness? Are you eager and ready to be a witness. Two things that are important are the heart desire, eager. I want to testify of my Lord. I want people to know their status before God, that they are not well, they are not good. Hell is getting closer to them. They're getting closer to hell every day that passes and is not a sweet place to be. It's eternal torment. Weeping and gnashing of teeth is what we read. Fire, no rest. Probably the thing we all long for more than anything in this life is rest. If we could just... Wake up feeling a little more refreshed every morning. If we could just rest a little longer without any consequences, what a wonderful thing it would be. And those who are in Christ have the promise that though there's suffering and torment and, and, and hardship now for eternity with Jesus, rest. We will have true rest. The wonderful meaning of shalom and rest. Uh, but for those who aren't in Christ, hell awaits them and there is no rest there. It's just terrible. Are you eager to see people saved from that reality? Are you eager to obey Jesus Christ? Are you eager to testify, to evangelize? And are you ready to be a witness? To be a, a witness, you actually have to be ready. Just like any other occupation. Uh, I know a guy who writes speeches. To write speeches for people, he has to be prepared. He has to do preparation. He has to gather a whole lot of information, put it together, make, uh, make a, a well-flowing uh, discussion, discourse for somebody to read and, and, and pronounce to other people. Uh, there's preparation involved in everything we do. Few of us, though, I think it's a statistic that in America, at least only 1% or 2% of evangelicals of the church actually regularly evangelize people. And that's uh, something's wrong with that. Uh, it takes some preparation. Though. You have to prepare. You have to know certain things. You have to make an investment, apply yourself, get trained, get equipped in evangelism and how it works and what your role is, what God's role is. Uh, basic things to do, what not to do, how to answer a lot of different questions, and uh, just some practical advice of how to go about doing it. Uh, but are you are you ready to be a witness? Are you eager? Uh, we encourage you uh, to determine in your hearts today to live to be a witness and to proclaim the way of salvation. And uh, our prayer is that He will grant us all, you and us, to prepare ourselves well for a lifetime of faithful 
witnessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Brief exhortation for us. Something to think about. Paul, he, he was there. Can I say something? Eager. He really wanted it. We, we can do the same by the power of the Holy Spirit uh, because Christ, he, he died for us, rose again. He's alive. He sent his Spirit to indwell us from the moment we repented of our sins and trusted in Christ. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's his great desire that we obey him and go and, and, and evangelize. Uh, so that's that's that for today. Back to the update now. Uh, a couple things real quick. Uh, thank you, first of all. You've been praying for us, many of you. We know that, and uh, we sense the Lord has carried us. We even found some time of great time of prayer while we were sick, time of refreshing, and uh, my nose had cleared up just in time to be able to preach uh, at, at a church to, where we have the honor to, to help serve uh, not too far from here uh, with uh, some Americans that are at a church established there for, for folks from the U.S. base. Uh, wonderful, wonderful friends, great folks, brothers and sisters in the Lord, and uh, the Lord has been good to us. Uh, uh, so we thank the Lord that we're almost back to normal now. It says in the update, we're almost back to normal. I would say we are back to normal now. And uh, on Sunday, uh, yeah, I mentioned that already. My nose was cleared up in time to be able to preach Sunday. That's great. Uh, they've been hard days, but God is good. Uh, even in the difficulty of that, uh, we were blessed to have uh, some medicine. It was expired medicine, but that's okay. We had medicine. Uh, we had a bed laying, covers to wear, a house, shelter, more than we could ever ask. Uh, so we're very, very thankful God has sustained us through that. Here's some things to pray about uh, besides what I already mentioned already with the car and wisdom for that and then the resources uh, to get that paid for. Um, prayer requests here we would say uh, this is a challenge uh, for parents. If you're a parent, you can understand the challenge of child raising. And if you don't have any relatives nearby, uh, parents, grandparents, these things, to help carry the load of child, uh, parenting, uh, and you don't have a vibrant church because you're a church planner on a mission field, uh, it's basically like living in the jungle as a family. Uh, you don't have a lot of normal things that everyone else has. Uh, and we know we feel that challenge on a regular basis, uh, especially while we were sick. It was, everything came to light. It's like, uh, we, yeah, it really is hard uh, when you're sick and not well and there's, there's a child to ch- care for, but you can't go out and the weather's bad and everybody's sick and, and so on. Uh, so pray for us uh, as we as we do parenting while on the mission field without friends or family nearby and no established church in our area with us to help uh, you know the community together raises children also uh, when you're in a church body you have the benefit of, of that uh, we don't have that right now uh, so and then on top of it it's the Venetian winter and everybody is inside in the house so you can't uh, there's no uh, hanging out with neighbors there's no being involved in the neighborhood at the local parks everyone's inside staying out of the cold because here it's dark early it's foggy it's cold it's very humid and uh, it's just a hard time of the year. Okay, the next prayer request uh, we would say here uh, from the list would be open doors to evangelize. Um, As we get back on the streets and go house to house, uh, we began, uh, once the flu passed, we're back on the streets right away, uh, going house to house with the tracks. And uh, we got a number of hits this week and uh, open doors to, uh, to talk with people. And we pray, we ask you to keep praying for us every day for open doors to evangelize. Uh, people, uh, as we hand out tracks to people, take them from house to house, and so on. Uh, we want to see more and more open doors. Uh, even though it's just us doing it right now, still uh, we want those open doors, and we want to see people come to the knowledge of their situation before God, and come to the knowledge of the good news that's in Jesus Christ and how you can be saved. Uh, so pray for God uses our tracks that we can go from door to door with our very uh, uh, natural tracks. Uh, we appeal to something of natural uh, that everybody goes through. Uh, and then through that, lead them to the reality of spiritual things that they need to understand. Uh, the ones we hand out literally to people is just straight to the gospel, uh, what it means uh, <clears throat> to be saved and why we need to and so on. 
Uh, so we have two different types of tracks that we're doing. Pray for those open doors to happen and for more more opportunities to to witness, which uh, God is good and He's enabling us to to evangelize consistently. But we we always know we need to pray for those open doors because sometimes they're not there. And then we even read of the Apostle Paul, for example, on a number of occasions said, "Pray for us to have open doors to for the gospel and for God to make us able to communicate it as we ought to." If Paul needed those kind of prayers. We can be sure we need them even more. Eliza is someone we would ask you to pray for. This is uh, we're supposed to see her and her husband and their family yesterday, as I mentioned, and uh, she's. Uh, we've been in touch with her for a couple months now, uh, consistently, and she's um, read some good literature, a good uh, booklet. What is the Gospel of Jesus Christ by Paul Washer? She read through the whole thing, wonderful, as we gave it to her. Uh, a number of different tracks we've given her. She's now reading through the Gospel of Matthew as well as Job in the Old Testament. And uh, full of all kinds of questions, but exposed to what the gospel actually is. And it seems she's ripe, and it's the moment of her life where uh, she may be coming to saving faith, uh, understanding the gospel. And we're very humbled to be able to be the ones to bring her to the Lord. But pray for her and her husband, Cristiano. Pray for them as a family, uh, that they would all come to saving faith and a knowledge of salvation and who the Lord really is and so on. Uh, But it's great that they're reading the Bible. It's great that they actually want to talk about these things. As you know, if you've been following the ministry here in Italy, these things don't happen as often as they should in Italy. So pray for that family. Remo, Remo is his name. Uh, Another another guy who's uh, now exposed to the gospel, been evangelizing him. And uh, he's he's hearing the gospel for the first time, asking questions, and they're all the wrong questions, so I have to turn them around. For example, he often asks if... If God is good, you know, why do I turn on the TV and I see all this madness all over the place? People killing each other and this happening and that happening. And so uh, as an evangelist, you have to flip the question around and say, well, listen, God said no one is good, not one. And uh, the real question is, if God is good, why are you and I, why are we still alive? Why has he not already condemned us to death? He's patient. He's merciful. He's waiting for us to repent and trust in Jesus Christ and be saved. And so flipping things around on him and his world is being flipped around upside down. He's getting older. He could be dead in a couple of years, honestly. His health, I don't think, is very good at all. Uh, but he's now finally thinking about things that matter. Pray for this man. Pray for his whole family as they all sit around the table and engage me with questions and I evangelize them all. Pray for them. This is their time. They need to come to the Lord and, and be saved. Uh, so pray for pray for him as well. Angelo is another person. He called in now three different times. Even during the holidays, he called in just to wish me Merry Christmas. And I said, how you doing? What's new? Well, he still goes to Mass every day. That's a terrible thing. He doesn't know why. He doesn't do anything for him. He's full of doubts about God and so on. But he's going to Mass just hoping to earn himself enough grace so he doesn't burn too long in purgatory or hell. And uh, again, I preached him the gospel. Again, I came and delivered him some literature. And uh, this man and his wife, they're getting older. They'll be dead soon too. It's not ideal for church planning. We don't need old, really old couples. But in any case... We have a heart for the lost, and we don't want them to go to hell. We want to see this this man and his wife saved. Uh, pray for Angela. Uh, pray for his, the eyes of his heart to be illuminated. Pray for the Holy Spirit to, to, to give him eyes to see and ears to hear, cause him to be born again, and so on. Help him to see his sin, repent of it, trust in Jesus Christ, and be saved. Potentially, uh, another prayer request, we have potential... Uh, yeah, college students uh, coming to study abroad here in Italy and uh, potentially to be coming to help us in the end of this month, in February, for at least one day uh, to evangelize, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Great. Very excited about that. Great possibility. Great friendship to co-labor together is a wonderful thing. And uh, so pray for that to work out. Pray for it to be a fruitful time. We'll tell you more probably as, as we get closer to that date. Um, but it's a great thing in the meantime that we ask you to pray for it. We'd love to see that come into fruition, into reality. Uh, uh, the help we definitely could use here and we can reach... Uh, people that we wouldn't normally be able to reach with their help. Uh, So it could be a combination of uh, mass distribution where we cover a whole neighborhood or area of town uh, just in one morning, boom, cover the whole thing, get out like 8,000 tracks. We could also do uh, uh, park ministry or uh, 
drama ministry in the piazza where we they put on a little a couple mimes and things like this and then we we do a brief uh explanation of it a gospel presentation and then invite the people to talk and we hand out literature talk with them talk about salvation evangelize people it could be great so pray for that to happen lastly uh four to five people for this year in a vision trip uh, we ask you to pray for that we would love to see a couple different churches send out four or five folks to come and explore the mission field here learn about the ministry firsthand taste the food meet the people see the church plant efforts and so on and actually while we're doing it Help us reach more lost people. Pray for that to happen. That will be a wonderful thing for this summer. Uh, a couple photos. There's a picture of salami here. I talked about it in our last podcast episode. Something they sell at the rest stops. I think is absolutely hilarious. Wonderful uh, salami. So I still remember old Tom before he passed away. There was one of my birthdays. He came up next to me. I'll never forget it. And Tom says, uh, hey, man. Happy birthday. And he hands me a salami. It was just the funniest thing in the world to me. It's sealed into my heart forever. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Probably the, the most... Uh, Interesting gift I've ever gotten for my birthday in all my life. Uh, old Tom came up with a salami. Happy birthday, man. And he hands it to me. Wonderful. Picture of our wedding here also. Jeremy and I got married on the 29th, the 28th and the 29th of January in 2012. So we just celebrated seven years. Uh, we looked younger back then. I can't believe Jerry married me. That's great. Uh, I was such a bum back then, especially just, man, so skinny and then without life. Uh, she really uh, has been a blessing in my life and in this ministry. Uh, making things much more exciting, and uh, she's vibrant and great person. So praise God for that, that he brought us together. Ask a missionary questions. Uh, keep sending them in. That's great. I do uh, <laughs> promise that I'll get around to answering them as soon as I can, uh, catching up through after this flu on a lot of different things. The blog post, American Gospel, check it out. I don't want to mention anything else really about it because we're already at 21 minutes here. Uh, but check it out. It's worth your time. Trust me on that. Uh, the American Gospel in Christ alone. Uh, there's links to it on our on our blog. And uh, a little background info, and then you can watch the the trailer for it. And then if you have, I think, Prime, Amazon Prime in America, you can, I think, watch for free. Uh, if you don't, like we, you can buy it for 12 or $13. It's worth it. And then you have it forever online or something. <clears throat> so check that out. Uh, missions, all kinds of ways to serve. Just want to remind you guys as the new year has begun. Uh, the vision trip I mentioned, internships. Oh, yeah, we're excited. We'd love to have some interns come out for uh, anywhere from one month to 12 months or even two years, come uh, do something like that and uh, get involved in the ministry here, uh, get some practical hands-on experience in ministry, help reach lost people, learn the Italian language, uh, be a member of the cohort and a valuable person in uh, on the church plant cohort team. Uh, think about that internship. ESL is a great option as well. You can do that through an internship uh, teaching English. Uh, short-term missions, uh, we're still hoping and praying, maybe see eight, eight or nine people come uh, become a small group of believers working together to reach out to the lost here through a variety of different outreaches that we do great great opportunity check out the website for more information on that uh, we're also looking for church planners people to come join us for a two to four year term and be a part of the church plan here as we get this next church going in the city of Mestre. Uh, teaching english as a second language another great opportunity worship leader uh, you can make one of that be your main focuses if you're gifted with music you can learn the italian worship songs lead us in them and so on as we do the church planning important role not to be overlooked so if you're good with that and you want to also live in italy serve the lord here you let your talents and skills be used by god in this place for the sake of seeing lost saved and a church established, you could do that as well. Videographer, if you're good with video and all that kind of stuff, digital, social media, whatever it is, that can be also very helpful to the ministry in a variety of ways, both for the church plan and for the mission. Uh, so consider that as well. Uh, even if you just come on a, 
even a vision trip with some other folks at your church. While you're here, you could utilize those skills and, and bring everything to light so other people can see and get a taste of the ministry without coming and then see uh, perhaps the Lord use that to bring others to get involved. Uh, the role of administrator, ESL director, also opportunities to come serve here full-time. Check those out on the website, practicalmissions.org. Let's Go Fishing is uh, the post we put in the update, uh, Practical Missions cohort. At the end of the day, we get caught up as, as Christians in a lot of different stuff, studies, this, that. I'm fully convinced Bible study is absolutely essential, very, very good. I'm also fully convinced Satan's not too worried when you go to study the Bible and you gather in the church. Satan does get worried, however, when you gather together with other believers, when you make a commitment, as we talked about earlier, to uh, apply yourself to witnessing and evangelizing, evangelizing. Satan gets on the edge of his seat. He gets anxious. He gets upset about that. But it's the greatest joy we have as believers to bring people, see them come out of darkness into the kingdom of light uh, because we're evangelizing. So let's go fishing. Don't forget that. Be about it. Be involved in the fishing. Cast your nets, cast your rods, whatever it is, and, and get out there somehow with the good news. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Thanks for being a part of this ministry. Thanks for listening to our prayer requests and and so on and uh, praying for these things. We, we greatly appreciate your participation in this ministry. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.